Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Do you know a healthcare hero? Someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit hot97.com slash NYH Justice to enter to win. Must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice. It's Ebro in the Morning with Laura Styles and Rosenberg. Ladies and gentlemen, Ebro in the Morning. Laura Styles, Rosenberg, give it up for Samara Joy. Yeah. The BX is on, but she's also a Grammy Award winner That's now. Right. Yeah. Your best whoa, 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 new whoa, whoa. artist. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I can hardly believe it. What was that right night now. like? Take us, take us through that night for Samara Joy. Gosh. Well, it was a full-blown day. Like, I performed at the Grammy uh, premiere ceremony, um, and then I won the first one. Um, which was like I was ugly crying the whole time. <laughs> they were like, "Okay, oh, so wait, no. you won more than one Grammy." I won two. Yeah. Oh wow! What was the first one like? Jazz. The out. first one, yeah, it was for best jazz vocal album. Wow! And I, they were like, "Okay, so we want to take a picture with you." I was like, "I'm gonna need about five minutes before <laughs> before I'm seen by anyone." But um, yeah, I was walking the red carpet, and it was so like it was so packed out. Like Snow Allegra was right in front of me, and then Mary J. Blige was right next to me. I shook hands with The Rock, and Megan <sighs> Fox was over here. I was like, all of these people are real. Like I could. I could not believe it. It was crazy. And, and then, then I, and sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I sat at the table. My little brother was my date. Um, and oh. we were next to uh, Toby and Wigway. We were next to Pharrell. I remember seeing Taylor Swift dancing. SZA, Beyonce came in. And on her way out, after the awards were over, she told me congratulations. Oh, like, man. <laughs> Pack it up. It's That's over. It. I did it all now. I did it all now. <laughs> and because you're like a jazz artist... Mm-hmm. I have to imagine that your excitement around seeing these people, like if we were to interview a rap, a hip hop artist, yeah, yeah. you know, they might in the first six months of their career meet Everybody. so many people. Yeah. I'm guessing for you, a lot of these people, it's the first time you like, ever in a circle with like, them. I was like, what? I would never, because the Grammys, like I grew up watching it. I grew up watching it for fun, seeing the performances, but it always felt so distant from my world. It's just like, okay, you know, that's there and we're here. So like for that you know, those worlds to combine, you know, and me be surrounded by all of these stars. I was like, this is overwhelming. And the best right new now. artist nominees, y'all get a good table. Yeah. You weren't in, you weren't right some in random. Front. You're in the front. Grammys we does was, that well for the new artists, right? Mm-hmm. We were right in the mix. And all the new artists, we were all like on like two or three t- tables together. You know, so Lotto was there, Anita, Omar Apollo. And we were all just having fun because it was a lot of uh, events leading up to the Grammys too. So I got to like hang, you know, and meet and talk. You know, I Spice, she told me congratulations. I was like, she hey. Girl. She's from the BX, and we went to the same college. Y'all, oh, y'all went to the same college. SUNY Purchase. Wow. <laughs> so dumb. Y'all gonna know collab? You gonna jump on like a BX know. drill record next? I don't know. I don't know. I'll be in the back. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be a feature or whatever. You know. That's funny. So, um, now, Jad, I, I, you know, obviously your your voice is incredible. Thank you. The the tone, your pitch, the care that you take in the records. Um, your father. Um, I was uh. I was privy to his talents too, because he's a vocalist also, mm-hmm. as well as a bass player. Oh yeah, 
yeah. So I grew up. He he has a studio in the house, um, and I we all grew up in my in my grandmother's house. And so he would be making music. He would be having singers over. He would be playing his own songs throughout the house. He would be playing bass in church, um, and so we were surrounded by music all the time. We were surrounded by his favorites, a lot of bass heavy stuff, funk and soul and gospel and things like that. So he had a, a big influence on me. Sometimes when I'm singing, I'm like, that's something my dad would do. And it just comes out, you know, because it, I've been immersed in it for so long. So. But how, as as jazz, as your musical expression, your creative expression, how did that come about, right? Because you're a vocalist, so yeah. you could have probably chose many different, you know, genres to choose to to you know get your passions out. But what made you choose jazz? So I went to a Theodore Roosevelt um, campus. I went to Fordham High School for the Arts um, in the Bronx. And towards the end of my high school career, um, I joined this like jazz like elective kind of band thing. And I was like, okay, I'll learn a couple songs and we perform um, for the school like talent shows or whatever. Um, but then it came time to actually pursue like college, and I was like. I don't know if I want to take a break. I don't know because my mom was like, if you take a break, you probably won't go back. Mm -hmm. So it's like you might as well just go straight from high school into college. And so um, I was like, OK, I know a couple jazz songs and we have to uh, apply for six SUNY schools anyway. Like that was one of our requirements. Um, and so I saw the jazz studies program I purchased. I auditioned with the songs that I had learned in high school. I got in somehow. And then I just even though I, I didn't grow up listening to jazz, I felt like. SUNY Purchase was like the perfect place for me to learn and to like grow and be a sponge, even if it didn't end up being something that I pursued. It was like, this is a way for me to develop my voice. I already love to sing. And this is a music that um, I'm not necessarily familiar with, but I want to know about. So at what point does it go from like, uh, I'm going to try this out to maybe your instructors and teachers being like, hey, so this is true. Yeah, it came like I, the first I mean, the first year and a half, I was just like, yo, everybody's ahead of me. I'm like so new. And it's like I don't really fit in here. It seemed to have grown up with it and it's been a part of their lives forever. Um, and I'm kind of the odd one out. But one of my teachers suggested I do the Sarah Vaughn vocal competition in New Jersey. Um, and that's annual. It's international. And I didn't feel like I was ready, but I was like, you know what, if I don't apply, then there's definitely no chance of me, you know, ever participating in it. So um, one of my professors, he was a he was a judge the year before. And so I auditioned um, the year after and I got in and I won. And you won the competition. I won the competition. Wow. What, is, what is that? What is the Seraphon vocal competition? How? So you you choose one song, you sing multiple songs. How's so at the time we had to, um, there were about, I think it was about 5,000 applicants or something like that. And we had to submit three songs um, uh, in a video or MP3 mp3 form um and then if you were a finalist then you uh, i found out a month before the competition that i was a finalist one of five um and we had to prepare and uh yeah we had to prepare music um a month before and go into um nj pack and rehearse we, we had two rehearsals and then the performance was on it was a weekend friday and saturday rehearsals and then sunday was the performance i feel like of all the different ways that like people compete in the world the vocal <laughs> waiting to like get on stage and be like here we go alone <laughs> no. and just sing yeah, must be yeah. terrified do you get worked up before are you at the time at the time yes i was nervous because like i was competing against people from singers from france and from italy and from um i can't remember where else i remember france and italy and i was just like i i mean i don't know what my place is here i've only been singing it at that point for like two and a half years um singing the genre so i was like i'm i, I was nervous then but i was glad for the opportunity and since then there's been a lot of touring 
been to Europe, been to, you know, across the states now so far. So I'm, I'm definitely working on my nerves and confidence and stuff. So it sounds like your parents were always 100% with you taking this professionally, like being serious oh, yeah. about it. For sure. For sure. My mom, she's always like, sing a song for me, <laughs> you know, on demand. And like I, I did like musicals and plays in school and my dad would go to every single one, every field trip, all the anytime, you know, I had a question about music and I started playing bass because of him, too. You know, he would help me out and. And um, so they, they've always been supportive. They love music. Did anyone in your family take video of your parents watching the Grammys? Because I'd like to see the reaction. They, they you said you took your brother, video. so they were home, right? Yeah. No, they, no, they were there, actually. Oh, they we, were there. We, we, stayed, were there. we stayed in the Airbnb oh. in Beverly Hills. Okay, so they, but they did go to the show. They went to the show. And yeah, it was like we only could have one guest at the, like, on the, on the, at the table. And I was like... Dang it! <laughs> what an experience for her little brother. For but your they, little yo, brother. he was—he was like—he was—he was fitted out. He was like, "Listen, I can't wait to tell all my friends about this. I'm in a mansion in Beverly Hills, you know." <laughs> but they—I hear—I have a video of them like screaming, like because my sister took a video of like, and the Grammy goes too. Oh, and she you just did. hear them wilding. Like it was—it was so. I was so perfect. It was. So I was crazy. super excited at home. I was watching uh, with my lady, but I, you know the the other piece of this, I think too. Um, is you know about representation in this music mm -hmm. and people seeing you mm -hmm. right which was also a powerful piece i'm sure you're hearing from a lot of people yeah. who probably uh either you know didn't know about jazz in that way young people who just aren't exposed to it um and even just people who loved it but haven't really fallen in love with anything that's new right right because right. there's kind of you know jazz can be a little um uh how do i say uh bougie you know what i mean and 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 you know you got to move a certain way mm -hmm. are you are you being fully embraced as a young person because you're doing a very traditional style mm -hmm. i feel it i mean the support over the past couple of years has been overwhelming like from everybody from the the jazz community from musicians that like celebrities who you know just found me randomly on instagram or tiktok and like my peers who are like yo you are doing something that nobody else is doing and I, I feel the support, so I feel I definitely feel wholly embraced. Whenever I do a show in New York, whenever I do a show in Europe, it's like the re the response is really the same, you know. And it's just, I I think it's a a testament to you to to a person staying in their lane, doing what they love, what they're mm -hmm. passionate about, and it coming across as authentic to people because they understand that an audience gets that. And um, yeah, I could have tried, you know, to do any other genre, and there, but there are so many. So many great vocalists, as I saw, you know, Jasmine Sullivan was behind me. I was like, girl, gosh, I love her record right. and I love her voice. Um, but she has strengths that I don't have. I have strengths that she doesn't have. We're just we're just different artists. But it's it's beautiful that we can all be embraced and accepted in what we do individually. Um, are you currently on tour right now? I saw on your Instagram. You do a lot of shows, obviously, at the jazz clubs, oh, yeah. Blue Note and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But what's the touring life like? It's busy. Oh, she's it's out here. Busy. I'm out here. Matter Listen, of fact, if you're watching working. us right now, what day is today? Okay, let's see. <laughs> um, you're you're going to Tennessee. A couple of shows in Palm Springs, California. Yep, that's that's Sunday and Monday, and then Europe. Yeah, and then Europe. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then back here in March in California. Yeah. Seattle. And, oh, in New York, New York at the Village Vanguard, April 25th through the 30th. Five nights, two sets a night. Nice. Oh, we might have to go through. Listen, pull up, little jazz. Might have to pull up, yes. little West Village, you know what I'm saying? Get you, catch you a little bite. Ain't no food, though, so eat beforehand. But it's not food. <laughs> no food. It's, it's drink. Just drink. Sit and have a beverage. Just sit and have a beverage and, and enjoy the music. Do you like playing in clubs when people can eat and drink? This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. 
What's going on? It's Ebro. When you're at your best, you can do amazing things, but sometimes you get overwhelmed you're not able to do all you want to do. Well, working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you. With everything I'm doing each day, I can get into my own head sometimes. I'm sure you can too, but luckily, through my life, I've learned positive coping skills and how to get myself back into a good flow. Skills like these, which you can learn with the assistance of professionals at BetterHelp. They'll empower you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, look to BetterHelp. They are convenient, affordable, and totally online. All you got to do is fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist that you can switch at any time for no charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com Ebro to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Ebro. Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Do you know a healthcare hero? Someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit Hot97.com slash NYH Justice to enter to win. Must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice. Sometimes it it's tricky. Sometimes it's tricky because, and I appreciate um, places like Blue Note for um, opening the doors early enough so people can eat before and like already settle into their meal or whatever. Maybe they fall asleep during the show. I don't know. But, but <laughs> as um, opposed to like the waiters are coming yeah. out, sliding <laughs> yeah. down trays. And right. it's like, yeah, sometimes it can be a little distracting. But I think it's in 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 those kinds of clubs, it's all kind of a part of the vibe. It's right. Like, it's just really relaxed and laid back and intimate. And I like I like both. I like clubs for the intimacy. I like performing arts centers for the the grandeur. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I like both. When you study jazz, um, who are some of the icons for you? Oh, man. Well, when I first started at SUNY Purchase, um, I was listening to Ella Fitzgerald, but I was listening to her for, like, the melodies of the songs. Um, And then I would listen to Sarah Vaughn for, like, ways to, like, switch it up and impress my classmates and be Mm. like, yo, I'm not... Average. No, I'm kidding. But like, I, you know, just no, you like. you got to stunt. You got to stunt. Because <laughs> we all, we had to learn a couple of songs together as a class every single week. And so we had to, like, all the singers in the class had to like, you know, sing the melody. We all had to do it together and, and the instrumentalists would play. Um, so yeah, Ella, Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah. But there are also, you know, contemporary jazz singers like Cecile McLaurin Salvant and like Jasmine Horn that I really respect and admire. But Ella and Sarah were. Ella and Sarah. I Betty mean, Carter. those are good ones to. <laughs> Thanks, you got the names right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you have two projects. Okay. Uh, the one self-titled uh, Samara Joy mm-hmm. from 2021. Linger a while is the one. That's. Uh... And what what are the what are the differences between those two projects? What did, how did you grow? What did you learn? I think with the first project, I was still a senior um, when I recorded it, and still that? in college. I was still in college, yeah. October 2020, when we recorded. Um, and I think that because there was no. There wasn't necessarily an expectation of like what was going to happen with it, how successful it would be. Um, it was it was a lot more laid back. It was just like, OK, we're going to record a couple songs. We're going to have a physical product that we can, you know, sell at festivals in the summertime and do these jazz festivals like, you know, 
uh, Italy and and you know all the all the all the popular spots I guess that bigger performers weren't doing because of COVID because they were just like we're not taking the risk and it's not enough money anyway so um, yeah I think that project was more laid back and I think the second one we recorded was after I had gotten my feet wet with um, touring rigorously <laughs> and so you know I had the chance to switch up my repertoire I had the chance to work with different musicians I had the chance to kind of expand my musical mind and be confident in sharing my musical ideas with people and and so it's just like another step. I definitely didn't go into the studio like this is my Grammy winning moment, right, right. <laughs> but it was just kind of like another another step in my development. Um, and that's what I want every, you know, every project to be, you know, is like well thought out and um, documenting this moment in time as me as an artist. The, what, what is, what's the toughest part, I think, as, as a jazz vocalist? It's very controlled, mm-hmm. right? Like you guys are very controlled mm-hmm. yet conversational. Mm-hmm. Uh but also having to like uh, 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 articulate yourself mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. ways that maybe other genres don't have to be as precise. Right, right, right. Right. Um, talk about that because you have to have a level of pitch, tone, control, mm-hmm. um, enunciation, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, personality, like all of these kind of things that I'm not sure everyone has to worry about in every yeah. genre in the same ways mm-hmm. you have to do it all yeah. in a particular recording. And that's honestly what I love about it because while I so much enjoy like, you know, seeing a Beyonce or like a Lizzo or anything like that, for me, I love the fact that it's just acoustic. Like there's no tracks, there's no like, you know, um, extra anything like it's just me and a band and we right. have it's to very sum- intimate with that yeah with that setting with that context you know everything is exposed and so right with like pitch with tone with control it all has has to be on point but at the same time i can't let that um i can't let that scare me into not being free because it is also about like improvisation and not doing the same set every single night i want each night to be a different experience because there's a different audience you know and so um yeah, I find that, you know, it's just it makes me feel more and more comfortable being in that kind of acoustic, intimate setting because I can express who I really am fully with no extra, you know, no extra things, I guess. And was was college, was SUNY Purchase where you really found your clarity of your voice mm. or did you have it before you got to SUNY Purchase? Right. Because you have a you know, I spent some time with the projects and you have a I mean, it is pure like. Mm. Every note, everything is just so clean. Mm -hmm. Um, How did you, I mean, obviously thousands of hours of practice, but when did you find it? When did you really lock into it? I mean, I think being at Purchase, I I would probably say around the second or third year is when I found like everything that I was learning and absorbing was was, um, clicking in my head and it was coming out, you know, and I was able to... um, do gigs in New York City and actually like, okay, I can count off a song, I can interpret it, I can think of ideas on the spot for how to improvise the melody, I'm prepared. It was, I feel like it was all like the preparation building. And I started actually um, singing in church at Lowe's Paradise Theater um, on the Grand Concourse. And I did that for like three years in um, high school. Um, And so that's where I like, it was like a slow build, but I think at Purchase, um, when I finally, everything that I was, I was learning and absorbing about the voice and how to 
produce my voice healthily without like strain and you know learning about music learning about harmony applying that to songs I think that that's when it all started to click and make sense and I'm still learning about it but in in like towards like I guess the end of my sophomore year I was like okay I think I got this you know so you're from the Bronx um that's where hip-hop's from too Castle Hill you know what I'm saying so we gotta talk raps six train you know what I mean talk raps how but like what she likes I'm sure oh. she listens to hip hop. I'm sure, sure she knows yeah. some bars. Like, what do you listen to? You know what I'm saying. Jazz. I'm sure if we was like, yo, spit, yo. spit some hot fire yo. right now, she have a. <laughs> I bet she got a verse. I uh-huh. knew it too. I was like, listen, if I have to freestyle today, this not it's. I'm not gonna be able to. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be yours. No. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. He's not gonna make you rap. Oh my You're gosh. Gonna rap, okay. <laughs> but what? Do you, I mean, what kind of music do you listen to? I mean. I listened to, so I wasn't really allowed to listen to secular music growing mm-hmm. up. That's so I would listen music, to like the clean version of like Kendrick Lamar, like, you know, <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> you know, like, uh, two chains. Yeah. yeah. I would yeah, listen yeah. to the, A I would listen to the clean. The, There's like no lyrics So basically left. I couldn't like. <laughs> There's no lyrics left. <laughs> I couldn't listen to nothing. But, um. No, I liked I liked that. I, I at a point I loved listening to like Queen Latifah and MC Light too, but I had to listen to Clean Bird. Well, I would listen to like the not I would listen to the Come original version. The yeah, they're yeah. not too profane. The original versions, you know, but like I had my little what is it, iPod Nano or mm-hmm. something. So I had all my music on there. I don't know if I can spin anything right now. No, no, no. I don't no, know no. if I can. <laughs> unless you, you know what I'm saying, unless you got something. I don't know. <laughs> but you, do you spend most of your time if you're listening to music, listening to jazz? It's like half and half because I love, you know, I'm still like an old soul, so I love like Stevie Wonder. I love like the Isley Brothers and like Motown, Donny Hathaway. So it's it's a mix of everything. I don't See, I don't like separate. No, they didn't really know what the Isley Brothers was really saying in some of them songs. No, you know what I'm saying they, they was letting that fly. They didn't. No. You get into talking about some of these songs, these old school <laughs> records that the old heads think is clean. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, what the lyrics? Yes. What was we Excuse singing about? Me, <laughs> you have my kids just like, like yeah. No, no. <laughs> I mean, listen, between the sheets, they weren't really hiding very much on them. <laughs> no, they wasn't. They wasn't. understood. Baby. But but that probably got she probably got to listen to that. Nobody said nothing. Drifting that's a beautiful record. See, see. Oh that's, man. That's, I mean, now I'm sure as a jazz vocalist, now you hear how much jazz influenced is yeah all of that, and it's like it's all connected. That's yeah. why I I think I was so attracted to jazz. I'm like, man, this is like the stuff I was listening to. That's I mean, right. It definitely has a different uh, elegance. I think when I listen to Sarah and everything like that, but. It's all it's all music. It's all about love. You know, Are people so. still doing um, scat in the in the jazz world? Yes, They're, I personally don't really. You don't like have to, one in your. You have. Do you have it in your arsenal if you need it to bust out a quick? Like scat? you and the sat, you and the trumpet player don't battle. Eh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, I got to I got the chance to um to tour with Jazz Lincoln Center with Winter Marsalis, and we did a couple of Christmas shows, and we did uh my favorite things where me and Winton were trading. So that was kind of cool. I was like, okay, I don't normally do this, but. Yeah, you know, the the, the level of subtle flex that I know. Just go down is so crazy. You know, it's like you, you know, know, when me and Winton go back and forth, it's it's you like know, magic. Honestly. It's oh, she's like on the level, bro. Like oh, I know, I know. <laughs> Two albums in, she Two won the Jazz in. Grammy. She's and only twenty three. Yeah. I know, it's a good start. Fresh out of college, Samara Joy has been a pleasure. It's been a joy. It's been a joy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but also too, just like so proud, like not only being in front of BX, but also just a young person not following. I guess what is the the cool, trendy thing and doing something different and being rewarded for it. Right. I think is right. one of the real powerful things here, right? Because mm-hmm. you, um, being twenty three, mm-hmm. there's a young person who's trying to figure out their 
way to, you know, uh, be creative and and do something hopefully different, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and I love you for that. Oh man, you know I appreciate saying? you. Even though this is original black music, you know Facts. what I'm saying? Facto. Repping it. Um, but okay. we don't always, as black folks, we ain't out here. You know, making blues records. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like There's that. only a couple of artists or country records. Right, or, or anything You know like what I mean? That. Some of that stuff is starting to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just just happy. Man, just happy I appreciate y'all so much. You. Thank you for this. Samara Joy, give it up one time. Thank Yo, you. Yo, we're going to play a jazz record this morning Whoa, on the show. Do it. We got to play that joint, Can't Get Out of This Mood. Oh, man. Goodness gracious. That's the big tune. That's the big one, I guess. That's the, well, you, you don't want to play that? We tired of hearing it? Yeah, you can. Listen, listen, play it. I don't mind at all. All right, well, we're playing that. Let's go. Samara Joy. Thank you. Reconnect with CUNY. Whether you are a first-time college student, a parent, a veteran, or an adult with some college credits, there's a place for you to continue your dreams or start fresh. No matter where you are along your journey, the CUNY Reconnect program can provide financial assistance and one-on-one personalized support to get you going. It's not too late to start again. Go to cuny.edu slash reconnect today. Do you know a healthcare hero? Someone who fights for better care for their families, their friends, or their community? The New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice wants to honor them and you with a pair of tickets to celebrate the 30th anniversary of Summer Jam at UBS Arena on June 2nd. Visit Hot97.com slash NYH Justice to enter to win. Must be 18 or older to enter. Made hot by the New York Alliance for Healthcare Justice.